welcome to episode 16 of 16, Moon, wow. 16 I know, I've done 16 of these now, of Mooncast. Um, Jack's with me again. Hello. Um, and we're talking today about uh, Errata, basically, particularly uh, book one, <coughs> Errata, so um, hardback rule book one, so the characters that kind of came out with the Kickstarter, the original Kickstarter, how they've been errated. Some have been made better, some have been nerfed a little bit, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's happened with those characters and why it happened. Sounds good. Um, now, uh, anyone who listened to the last podcast will know that I've included some regular segments into this podcast. I won't try and include those regular segments. So the first one I'm going to talk about is what I call the Where We're At Now segment, uh, which is so we've done some playtesting recently. Not uh, last week, I think, yeah, we yeah. did some played a lot of Lesher Vault stuff. So that's a bit of a focus at the moment. Just trying to get the Lesher Vault playtested properly. All the as I said in the last one, all the all the Lesher Vault models are sculpted and done now. They're in production. Hopefully for Kickstarter, we're now seeing images of the next lot coming out. So um, like today, saw the render of Rybold. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, um, head. And also, did I show you the Herbert Greybottom render? I have, yes, I, I think it. so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So that's quite exciting. That's that's coming out. I think end of the month. I think end of October. Mm, it's pretty wow. exciting. Or beginning of November, anyway. So there's lots of coming out then. There's new. What's coming out? New goblins. Pirates. What well, the pirates? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I've seen the, the new humans. Kaufman, Gertrude the Bounty Hunter, and Natty a Slum Thief. Awesome. And then there's the Gnomish Airship. Um, there's Brunhilde. There's Bristlenose the Troll. Dumman, Dimmer, Dimmer? No, he's no. not coming out yet. Oh. And Rybold's coming out. Rybold. So four yeah. big guys and two new box sets. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. That's where we're at now. Um, next one is what I call listeners' questions, which is not necessarily questions that have come straight in uh, to me. Um, but more ones that I've seen on the Facebook group I think were, were worth, worth um, answering. So this is one that I saw a couple of days ago. Um, someone was asking about uh, meleeing your own characters and how who who draws cards if you do a melee attack against your own character. And very simply, you can't melee your own character. <laughs> um, not unless someone's controlling you. If you're, someone's controlling, someone's controlling yeah. you, then they activate your character and you're the one defending, so it's easy. So um, I saw, said, saw that and thought... Um, I couldn't remember if it was explicitly written in the rules. Well, it always not, says but... this model counts as friendly for that activation, I think, yeah. isn't it? So when you're... Yeah, so things like Mind Control or Zoya can do it as well. She can make someone attack oh. someone. No, she can't. Not Zoya. Uh, Belladonna. Yeah. Belladonna can make yes. someone attack someone. Drop of Nightshade? Drop of, yeah, Drop yeah. of Nightshade. She can make someone attack someone. And then obviously yeah, the obvious one is um, Mind Control from Silver Tank. <laughs> But yeah, you can't melee your own. You can't choose to voluntarily melee your own characters, uh, basically. So yeah, those are the first two. We'll do the the last section, which I do. I'll do at the end is um, what we're looking forward to. Um, so we'll cover that when we've covered Buffy's characters. So straight in with the first character that was erupted. I think it was erupted <coughs> quite early on. Actually, is Doug the Flatulent, the poster child, mm, the poster yeah. boy. <laughs> well, him and Baron Fancy Hat. Yeah, I think they're still the, yeah. still the, the the poster boys of. Uh, a Moonstone. That might change, I think, with when Leshrock comes out. When some of this new stuff. I think Rybold will be quite a poster boy. Need to paint them blue. 
Ultramarine blue. <laughs> don't, don't. Um, anyway, so his he was actually improved slightly. Uh, so he gained plus one piercing damage as a passive ability. So his lance ability used to just say that he couldn't do slicing at all. Now it still says he can't do slicing, but he also gained plus That's one nice. piercing. Yeah, really nice. And the other thing that he gained is he gained damage on his signature move. So his signature move used to be, it's on, on Rising Attack, it used to be three damage against High Guard, three against Fallen Swing, two against Thrust, two against Sweeping Cut, two against Rising Attack, and none against Low Guard. He's now, that's now been up to three against Thrust and three against Sweeping Cut. Mm. It's impact, so he doesn't get the plus one damage for piercing, but basically he's been made slightly better. Yeah, uh, I think we realised was yeah. is that he was quite good at board control because he's got a huge three-inch melee. Um, and with charge, he can move around quite a lot. But actually, he didn't do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. You know, he's supposed to be this guy with this, this knight, essentially, this goblin. But yeah, he did feel quite right, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, with this huge lance. And actually, he didn't really get any benefit from the lance, apart from having yeah. the extra range. So he was, yeah, he was a writer to kind of make him slightly better. Which I think is right. I think it was, yep. it was good. He's supposed to be, he's a melee character and he couldn't, he couldn't go, before, he couldn't go toe-to-toe with a melee. He couldn't go toe-to-toe with, like, Bam or Pantiat or Fritz particularly because they'd just kill him without him doing enough damage back because he just couldn't, yeah. do, couldn't do damage, really. Yeah. Um, so that's him. His is quite a simple one. Uh, next one is C6 Stew. Find his... Oh, it's a bit, the, got, uh, bit the opposite here now, isn't it? Yeah, he's been yeah. nerfed uh, in a couple of different ways as well, interestingly, and there's a couple of reasons why he's been nerfed in different ways. So first of all, he's he's been nerfed in terms of his melee, melee output. He's gone down Ooh, from melee four to melee he's two. Four, yeah, wow. Um, he's gone from plus two piercing damage to plus one piercing damage. Um, and his signature has been not massively nerfed. He used to do four damage against a thrust and three against a rising attack. He now does three against thrust and two against rising attack with plus one. So that's reduced his melee impact quite significantly. Um, he's still got a three-inch melee, so he's still not terrible. But he's in it with two melees, really. Yeah, he's, well, four is a standard melee-ish character. Now, well, four is two, standard. Four is standard for a melee standard. character. Yeah, two is is a almost you know, wizardy, cleric level, isn't it? Yes, it is. But then he's supposed to be drunk. Yeah, <laughs> he's supposed to be really drunk. Yeah, he did um, feel very. He was a nightmare before. Yeah, I remember yeah. when we first started playing, yeah. and he just like killed like fancy hat in like one round of yeah. like, in like two hits and stuff and he would kill people really quickly because he was doing like if, if you played like a falling swing against his thrust one you probably do very little damage because a falling swing against thrust doesn't do anything he would then do five damage to you <laughs> and that wouldn't that wouldn't count if he got like more than one card which he if he was drawing six cards there's a good chance he'd have more than one thrust and then you've got a um and raiding doing, party on top seven raiding damage. party on top yeah so then he was doing <laughs> six eight nine damage <laughs> Oh, no, 10 damage. Ten, that's plus oh. 2, isn't it? Yeah. So he could do 10 damage in one hit. He could actually do 13 damage in one hit if he did, if he did three cards, if you played a falling swing. <laughs> so yeah, it was a bit ridiculous. Uh, and and the, I think the thing as well, he was really good in melee at killing stuff, but also, he was also a really good support character. Mm-hmm. So he could also do body jokes to give goblins extra energy. And he can move people around both friendly and enemy and effect, and nerf the enemy as well and nerf the enemy as well so he could do loads he was like the ultimate all-round character so yeah. i think reducing his melee significantly was good the other thing that's happened which is uh interesting one is that brawly jokes which cost two four inch pulse all goblins within the pulse and move one inch directly towards his model and then all other goblins gain one energy uh pretty much the reason this has been done is because of the way that joe won the moonstone 
grand tournament in okay. Bristol because he just used it loads. He like it was very well done. You know, he's you know he's very clever. He would use Shabaroon, give everyone plus one energy, then just do board jokes twice. And everyone had plus three energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just a bit like uh. so still then, really good. Still really good. So, still yeah. exactly the same, but now it's once per turn. So basically, he can't do it twice. He can't give out. Because if he had three goblins around him, that was giving three energy to them. Again, that's, that's gaining six energy. To friendly yeah. He'd lose all of it. But it's gaining a lot of energy. Yeah. Gaining a lot of energy. Um, so yeah. So he's been nerfed a that little makes bit. Sense. I, think, yeah. I think rightfully so. He was just like an auto-include before. Whereas now he's not, which is kind of the whole point. He's not supposed to be an auto-include. Um, but yeah, again, I think I think that's right. It's the right turn to make. You need to, what what we want to happen really, what I think Tom wants to happen is that he wants to, when you come to choose a troop for it to be difficult, it's not just, oh, I'll always put him in. Oh, I'll always put them in. Oh, I'll always put her in. No, he wants yeah, it to be, oh, if I good. take them, I'm going to contact them and they're really good. Well, he wants to make it a difficult decision so that you have to make a, a choice like you, you have to kind of go for a theme or think well if I don't take them right then I need this kind of thing yeah you want lots so, of opportunity costs and lots of uh, yeah I think that's right you don't want anyone to be yeah auto include especially everyone should be equal shouldn't they in this, yes and that's the thing everyone should be I think in their own way. everyone should be equal yeah um, okay next one I'm going to get down a second we're uh, going to go uh, yeah if I can find it Right, Shabaroon. 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 Again, another one who would just not include really with goblins. Um, so he's had one one simple nerf. Uh, goblin Mischief, one of his arcane abilities. Mm. Um, one, for sight, it's once per turn now. Oh, it was the once per turn. It was once per turn. Um, so um, it was once per turn. Still is once per turn. And it used to be all goblins within the pulse suffer X minus one wounds and gain one energy. Whereas he's arcane seven, so you almost always got a pink one. Yep. And therefore suffer no damage and everyone, basically your entire troop got plus one energy. Now, same cost, same range, but it's still an arcane card to each goblin within the pulse. They will see the following effects. Green is gains plus X energy. Pink is gains one energy. Blue does nothing at all. And catastrophes suffer two wounds. Interesting, really interesting. Interesting, because yeah. you're taking a huge risk. But you've got that potential. Potential or, to get loads for some. Yeah. If you get a few greens out, it's ridiculous. But also potential to get none mm-hmm. and do some wounds. Like if you've got, if you're doing it to your entire troop, for example, it's drawing six arcane cards. Yeah. Statistically, you should get at least one catastrophe. Yeah. Which means that person not only Gets not nothing. getting energy, is suffering two wounds. There's a good, statistically, you should get at least one or two blues, which means getting no energy. See, it's interesting. It makes it a gamble rather than a guarantee. Yeah, that's, that's more fun. I think it was. I think every time I've seen it used before, it was always no wounds and everyone plus one energy. Yep. Okay. May as well just have been that. Maybe I've just said that. Yep. Not required a card. So I like that change. Yeah. Yeah, it's simple, but it makes them, um, again, it makes Shabaroon not necessarily auto include. I think he's still. Well, I think with the new goblins coming out, he's not necessarily mm. going to be like with the pirate goblins. Well, they have they're all less of his pirate keyword. So you wouldn't necessarily bring him. The same with like the mortician and. I mean, he yeah, he may not be able to include from rules, but I mean, look at the artwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still really useful and he's still really good. So, 
he'll definitely be one that's a difficult decision to take or not to take. Yep. Um, let's have a wound done. Let's go back a little bit. We'll go back up to Boulder. Mm, right. Got a couple of pages. He bold, the, the Boulder one's really simple. Actually, I don't know why I'm looking at that. So Boulder, he's got plus one arcane stat now. Um, so he's arcane three, while well, arcane two. It basically just means that his stone song is more likely to get off. Mm, yeah. Um, the stone song was costing one. You were taking two cards. There's a good chance you weren't doing anything. Yeah, you need blue, so he needed blue. Yeah. So it basically, and he should be good at that. Um, and the other thing that's been just clarified is that it's not modified by cover. So if there's a moonstone behind a wall that you're targeting with it, you don't suffer minuses mm. to your arcane deck. Um, that's a really simple one. It basically just makes him slightly better. That's it really for him. Um, another simple one, Fritz. <coughs> um, he's gained the soldier keyword. Good. Like which basically, the simple reason why he's gained the soldier keyword is it means he can now interact with Eric. Yeah. Because all Eric's abilities, like his, um, I can't remember what they're called now, but the ability where he can give out energy. My hero? My hero yeah. is only to soldiers or nobles. But I mean, having more keywords is always nice as well because it means you can interact with more event and agenda cards. Yes, because there's, there's yeah. especially in the new event agenda deck, there's quite a few soldier yeah, ones. It just opens it up um, a bit. And he's also gained additional wound. Oh, so he only had seven. He only had seven wounds. He's got eight now, which right, is which is right because he should be a huge, he's a big human, big human. Yeah, he should, he should have eight wounds. So yeah, again, we we certainly well, yes, yeah, I agree with both of those. Yeah, he was um, probably yeah because he's quite fragile. So he was quite fragile. He was one that was actually he was one that I've always felt when I've taken human, he was quite easy to drop. Yeah, because he was just too fragile. That's nice to have um, a little little pip of. But interestingly, in the Moonstone tournament, in my last Moonstone tournament that I ran um, in the summer, um, Ed, who was the final, did really finals well for me, did really well with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, if you don't manage to stop him, then oh yeah, he can he can mental. if you're not carefully can murder your Hifusa because he'll kill most goblins mm. and most fairies yeah except for possibly a wasp um fairly easily because he's plus three damage like he'll kill wasp with one hit with some things mm. um but he did struggle more against other melee characters so he would suffer badly against things like against like the midget for example mm. Who was also drawing lots of arcane cards and doing a lot of damage, or like Gotch Gut, or, or Fancy Hat if he's playing against humans, or Young Jack. Whereas now that plus one energy, um, plus one wound, sorry, means he's just slightly, slightly less fragile. And again, like I said, the soldier keyword means that you haven't got to bring Quack with him. Because if you brought him in a, in a list with Eric as your healer, Eric couldn't heal him. Uh, yeah, I see. So he had no way of being healed. Yeah. Um, which is a bit kind of awkward. Um, so yeah, it, it basically makes him more viable. It's good. Um, is he doing it? Oops. Uh, scrolling on a on a phone and it's not playing ball. Yeah. So next one, uh, Butterfingers. Um, so again, simple changes for him. Clumsy Klutz, which is target gains weakling to the end of the turn, has been reduced from three cost to two. And Butterfingers, his like sort of. Signature move. Again, forward. three to two, is it? Has gone down from three to two. So sing- nice. that, that's target, loses possession of one moonstone, they're carrying and placing in base contact. The value of one. Again, so it's you... basically made him more viable. 
Now you can do both. You couldn't do both before. He couldn't do mm-hmm. both. He only has five um, He could do one of them and then do Fizzle Pop, but now he can do. He can choose any two of his three abilities that he yeah. can spend energy on. Nice. Um, yeah, it makes him more viable. Makes him far more viable. He's really good against like the Revenant because he can make him drop Moonstones. Ooh, um, nice. And he's yeah, so he's good against those characters that are quite good at holding stones now. Because you can make them drop it. He's also good against characters that are good at digging them up because you can make them weaklings. So he has like uses both early in the game with Clumsy Cluts and later on in the game. It's good, yeah. And also, he, he, you can also cast more. Clumsy Cluts twice. Yeah, nice. So it's like yeah. it now costs you three energy to dig up and dig it up, up one and minus two melee damage. <laughs> so he's good against like Fritz as well and Panty Hat, who have like plus one damage, plus two to three damage. Now, you, now you're plus none. Oh, sorry, you mean he, he could cast it? If you cast Clumsy Cuts twice and could give them Weakling twice. Yeah. Because Weakling is minus one damage. If you have it twice, it's minus one, minus one. Oh, right. Because okay. it stacks. It also, it, it, everything stacks. Wow. So if you have two Weaklings that. on you, it's minus one for the first Weakling and minus one for the second Weakling. Ah. And plus one energy for the harvest action for the first Weakling and plus one energy for the second Weakling as well. Oh, that, that makes... Much and if he casts it on someone who's already a Weakling... Twice, <laughs> then it costs them four energy. No, they don't know three energy, but they'll be minus four, minus four to their melee damage. This makes them basically absolutely useless in melee. Although most people who are weakling aren't very good in melee anyway. And that, that is a um, active ability. Active ability, so yes. He does, does nothing yeah. like cast it, he just does it. Wow. So, yeah. But I think it's only looking a lot better. Yeah, because again, if you, I remember whenever we were taking, whenever we were playing, just before we did playtesting, we were just using the standard. I don't think we really used Butterfingers. Barely much. used yeah. him. Because he was too easy to drop. Yeah. Because we had Diana. Rather fittingly, actually, easy to drop Butterfingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's because, yeah, because we had Diana and Gotchka, they were too easy to bring. Yeah. And he was easy to drop. Yeah, he was like, oh, well, he doesn't, he doesn't do much damage, and he doesn't heal people, and he can't do this. But now it's like, oh, he can really mess you up. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. So yeah, no, I like him. And the, the, the Butterfingers also goes it's, it's like a side kind of tangent here. Goes for Cavanu as well. Nice. Cavanu has a Butterfingers yeah, ability, yeah. so he's yeah. now only cost two as well because it's a universal kind of a universal thing. Cool. Okay, Freya's next. Change, yeah. um, I like this change. It's a change to the trickster ability. I'm going to have to find her in the book now. I can't remember what the original trickster ability said. <clears throat> so trickster originally said, when this model successfully bluffs, after resolving the effect, you may reveal the bluff to replay the ability, choosing a new target, without paying the energy cost. It's now changed to, when this model successfully bluffs, after resolving the effect, you may reveal the bluff and gain plus three energy. So it gives you a bit more options of what to do rather than just replaying the same ability. Yeah, but it's only once per turn. Right. Um, it's only once per turn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of better, kind of worse. It's kind of on par, but it's like mm. different. I, I like it. I think that's better because... Um, yeah. Because it also means if you're casting an ability that's only once per turn, actually she hasn't got any of... But there's other people that got trickster. If you cast an ability once per turn, she used to be able to do it again. Mm. With that, whereas now they can't. Tricksters can't do that. Yeah, they have to have it cast something else. Bit janky, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit janky. Yeah. But I think for her, I think it's actually a better, better for her. Um, yeah, and um, not a first of once per turn, so it gives her. Yeah, make, make, makes it. 
able to use another one of her abilities, not just mm. lock her into that yeah. particular thing. It's good. Yep, simple sort of double change. Um, Flintlock, another one. Um, so he's gained an ability called Take Aim, cost one, once per turn, maybe once per turn anyway. Increase the cast arc, this cast arcane stat by plus one. Um, this has been done very simply because Flintlock appears in the starter set. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of realized, particularly when we were demoing to a lot of people, that he actually found it really hard to get a good target. Mm hmm. Because he was playing against goblins, and almost all of them were minus one at the uh, start right. set. So the start set comes with Beaky Bobby, Doug, the midget, and then Grub as the, the additional one. Doug's zero, but the other three are all minus one. So they're behind cover. He was minus two. It was only ever drawing one yeah, card, one card yeah. which is really hard, and it made kind of really numbed his effectiveness. It's giving him this, giving him plus one, means that he's... Um, Often more likely to be drawing at least two or three cards. Um, you still wouldn't take him against fairies, mm. to be honest, because all they've got to be is behind the tiniest bit of cover and they're minus three. But, yeah, still down to one. I mean, saying that, if you've got Quack on side, he can make him plus two arcane. He can, then he can, he can, he can, six. He can be up to six, Ooh. which makes him quite brutal, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it makes him it makes his shot slightly better because actually it wasn't um, it wasn't great, but. What I like about it, what Tom hasn't done, is just increases arcane to four. Mm-hmm. We're actually meaning yeah, that if you're it? playing against humans, or you have to make a choice now. Like if you're shooting a Doug across an open space, you think, "Well, I could, I could go up to four and draw four cards," but then means I can't reload mm-hmm. in the same turn unless someone gives me energy. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about it, and I, I think I like that because it would be easier to just would be easier to just go away. Yeah, we'll make it arcane four. Yeah, but then would have been too good. So, yeah, it's a nice balance halfway yeah. between. Yeah. It's good. Good to have the option. Yep. So, oh, no, not Gladek. <laughs> Gladek has changed. Um, so, I'm going to have to find this thing on the book again. One moment. Um, I think it's yeah. So, his, he's had one change in one of his abilities, which is Sage Advice. It used to be, if another another friendly model... Uh, within four inches is caught bluffing. The revealed card is used. The opponent cannot replace it with their own arcane cards. Now it's friendly models within four may ignore catastrophe effects, which includes, it includes him. him now. It includes yeah. him now. Nice. So that's kind of better in that way. But what you can't now do, which you used to be able to do, is you used to be able to play like a green one, say green three, knowing you still get the green one. Yeah. Because it was always just that played card. That was a bit obnoxious, really. Which was a bit obnoxious, yeah, yeah. but it now means if you play that, your opponent, they can't make a catastrophe, but they can do a play a pink one, yeah. which means you can no longer play it. Yeah. So um, it's kind of against, I would say, probably a slight nerf, but the yeah. fact that it now affects him as well, so his his snare traps, he can now he can now bluff and not have to worry about the, not, not to worry about the catastrophe. Yeah, it's just it still has that safety net effect, but it's not as... Uh... Yeah. It doesn't feel as unfair, I suppose, to the opponent. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough, I think. Um, but it also impacts... Um, oh, yes, yeah, uh, someone else, doesn't it? Yeah, so, for example, if he joins in certain Commonwealth lists uh, that have Leisurebot characters in it, there's some Leisurebot characters, I don't know if there's actually any that are Commonwealth, though, to be fair, that can make you have catastrophes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if um, they, 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 they come well. No, they would be... I think they're all either Leisure Vault or Dominion. Dominion. Yeah. 
It's the Revenant can do it. Sounds quite Dominion-y. And I think Danica can do it. So I don't think there's, actually, I don't think there's anyone actually thinking about it. Not, not anyone yet, hmm. let's say. But, it, yeah. but what it also does, which is really good, if if you're within... Uh, it's four inches, isn't it? Yep. Four inches of him. Um, Shabaroon can't cast catastrophes on you either. Mm. Yeah, nice. So if you've got like Flintlock near you and you don't... And Shabaroon moves up to try and... Making suffer catastrophe, it does a friendly world may ignore catastrophe effects. Let's have a look at it. Where is it gone? Oh, there it is. Yeah, friendly walls. Yeah, that's a simple. So you just ign- you yeah. ignore catastrophe effects. Yeah. So it also impacts that it makes Shabaroon potentially slightly worse against him because Shabaroon can't just go white catastrophe, you suffer two wounds, or catastrophe, your gun's blown up. Nope, can't suffer catastrophe effects because it doesn't say explicitly in there from when using an arcane ability. Yeah, it just, just can can't suffer catastrophe effects. Yeah. Um, now, someone, I, I, what I thought just now is that, well, why has he got a catastrophe on his ability then if he now suffers it? Because his characters that can remove sage advice from him. Yes, nice. Yeah, so yeah. That, I just I was just thinking about that. Well, why is he? Why are we bother having a catastrophe on his one ability? Yeah, if he can never suffer them with sage possible, advice, it's because someone else can remove sage advice from him. Yeah, because his characters that can remove passive abilities and things. So. Cool, cool. And we're done. Chabaroon. Um I'm going to discuss that one or that one. So last one is Fencer. Again, quite a simple one with Fencer. Uh, she's gained uh, an ability called Needle, uh, plus one piercing, basically. Um, she's got fitting. Yep. Yeah, again, I think she wasn't quite good enough at doing damage. Hmm. She's still pretty horrific to play against because she's got the highest standard melee in the game. Yep. Yeah. A six. A six. Um, and could do lots of other stuff. Uh, but, yeah, that plus one piercing means that if she gets her signature move off, and let's be fair, she's probably going to get a critical hit with it, she's probably going to do five damage. Yep. Yeah. Makes Because she ignores her own yeah. weakling. Yeah. And then, yeah, can do five damage. If you've got, if you, like I say, if you've got um, Raiding Party, set seven. seven damage. They ignore passive abilities. That kills my bam from Fancy Hat in one hit. But not Fritz. But not anymore. Fritz anymore. No, he'd have one health left. And probably killer. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, that's all the um errated characters. Um we'll just talk about one scenario that's been errated, which is Sleepy Heads. Um we were we rated this after we first started using it in um in our demos. Oh yeah, you and, like salute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so it used to be that uh, one person saw how many characters they could deploy and like did the first activation and deployed and stuff. Whereas now it's um, you both draw your cards, as it were, and then you alternate deployment of those characters. So basically, it means you start with the, with the number of characters on the board rather than mm-hmm. the first person activating and having no one on the board yeah. to do anything against something like that. I can't remember. But yeah, that's been, that's been changed slightly. So uh, all of these errata can be found on the Mutant website under the resources tab. Uh, under under official errata, um, and you can print the cards off. And when you print them off on the sheet, they come off. They come out at the size of the cards. Good. So you can just you can just slip them into your to where your cards already are. Um, and these will be coming out as a set. I don't know if they were sold individually. I think I'm a set. I can't remember what Tom decided. 
Probably, um, yeah, I would imagine as a set, but obviously we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I can't remember what he decided. I thought it would be most you could do both, where you could buy like the whole oh, set for a fiver or good buy an individual card like 50p or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it, really. That's all the Arthur characters. Cool. Uh, at the moment, I don't think there's anyone else changing at the moment. I think that's everyone from the, from the book one. Um, so the last thing, last segment I want to cover is what we're looking forward to. Mm. So as I said, what I was looking forward to in the last podcast, and that hasn't really changed, which I'm looking forward to all stuff coming out. <laughs> I, don't know, I was particularly looking forward to the Nightmare Airship. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to everything coming out. Yeah. Particularly looking forward to that, because yeah, it's a very, di- awesome. very different yeah. kind of model and very different way of playing. I guess that's going to be the biggest model so far, isn't it? It's going to be pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. flying. It's going to yeah. be a flying base. Awesome. So, so what are you looking forward to? Um, in terms of releases, I'm really looking forward to the, I don't know when the pirate, Goblin Pirates are, are out. Oh yeah, they're next. Yeah, they're next. They're next, yeah, I think they're next. Yeah. I think just they look so awesome. They do look really cool. Yeah. Really um, cool. The, the, the aesthetic of those three models together. Yeah, amazing. It's just so, absolutely amazing. Yeah. With El Capitano riding a boat. Um, crusty, crusty, riding a huge, crusty riding a huge lobster. <laughs> and Swiggity with the obstacles on his head. It's just it's just brilliant. <laughs> it really encompasses, I think, those three characters really encompass what really sounds about. Definitely, yeah. Like funny, but could also, awesome, also uh, stab you in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's that. They, they should be really fun. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to all, all the stuff. But yeah, those in particular, I think. Cool. Um, right, I think that's everything then. I hope that was useful. Um, useful to know which ones have been changed slightly. So yeah, like I said, if you're certainly if you're going to use any of these competitively, you need to be using these cards now. Yeah, there's some pretty big changes there. Some of them changed. are fairly big. Yeah. Um, it's not just an odd pip of damage or anything. There's some. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Particularly the goblins. Yeah. Some significant changes. Um so yeah, so yeah, worth worth noting that those things are now tournament legal as it were, those changes. Cool. Uh as normal, I do not know what my next podcast is gonna be about. Hmm. Um I do want to do one about goblins, because we've done we've done, done berries and then well I did a goblin one in a video about playing goblins fairly early on. Ah. But I played them a lot more since then and I know them a lot better. Yeah. So we'll do a playing goblins one I think next and then cool. and probably playing humans one as well. Actually. But I might wait till the next lot of stuff comes out. Because then we can include the goblin pirates in yes. it. So and the human and the new humans with Gertrude and Kaufman and Natty. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um hope you enjoyed that and see you next time. Thanks. Goodbye.